Good evening. This is Radio Free Bichelle. I'm Alphonse. Tonight, Racecraft. Race is invisible. It's not the color of somebody's skin. If it were, we wouldn't much care about it any more than we care about the color of clothes that they wear. But race is something deeper. It is an invisible quality that we imagine is within people, something about personality, or character, or intellect, or something else. And skin color is just a sign, an indicator of that inner quality. And that invisible, imagined inner quality has been taken to explain things in the world, things like poverty, inequality, and crime. But it is imaginary. It's imaginary because we don't actually have a mechanism. We don't have something within people that we know causes, in a sense, race. We as human beings often think that invisible things are the most important ones of all, more important than the things that we can see. Gods, for example, or spirits. People who are religious believe that God is the most important thing of all, but we can't see him. People who are or were animists believe that in rocks and trees there are invisible entities. The problem we have is that the material world lacks in meaning. We have physical explanations for physical causes. We know why when you drop something it falls. But we can't explain why good things or bad things happen to people. We can't explain what the purpose of life is. And to find that, we layer the material world with an invisible world. And that invisible world explains much. It explains why there is inequality, poverty, and crime in the case of race. It explains why bad things or misfortune happens to people in the case of witchcraft, which I explained in a previous episode. It explains that we are coherent beings with pasts and futures and personalities. It explains why we have relationships with other people because of love. Fundamentally, as creatures of meaning and narrative, we live in an unseen world. And race is one of those unseen things. But the thing is that race is not only invisible, but it's imaginary. It has no seat in the body. There is no organ that we can point to and say, that causes race. We do have statistical correlations. We can find correlations between race and various phenomena in the world. But that doesn't mean that there's something inside somebody that we call race that causes those correlations. Correlation is not causation. But in fact, race does exist. If it didn't exist, black men wouldn't have to fear being beaten by police in America more than white men do. The thing is, however, that race is not inside people. It's outside. It's a social construction. We create it, as I described in a previous episode, through assorted social practices and interactions. We create it when government census forms ask you to record your race. We create it when news articles describe the races of people or scientific articles give race but there's a sleight of hand that happens. And here I go to the title of the episode, Racecraft, which is a book, in fact, by a pair of sisters, Afro-American scholars, Karen and Barbara Fields. They say, quote, Disguised as race, racism becomes something Afro-Americans are rather than something racists do. In other words, racism is, in part, practices that locate race as a quality within the individual rather than something that's constructed by the society. Now, one of the arguments of contemporary anti-racism is that although race is socially constructed, through being socially constructed, it becomes real. Black people within the United States share an experience of racism, and this experience 
unifies them. It gives them a single quality that they all share, and that through that, race becomes real. But there's something else the anti-racists claim. Because the question is, how is it that all these black people have this unified experience? What is it that makes them all the same? Why is it that there's racism in the society? Where does that come from? The social justice answer, the anti-racist answer, is that it comes from white people. It comes from whiteness. But that simply relocates the invisible quality from one group of people to another. And that quality, too, must be socially constructed, unless we are to find some organ within people that makes them white. And that whiteness explains things in the same way that blackness does. Where in the past blackness would be taken to explain inequality, now whiteness is. It's the exact same story as before, and it's performing the same function. When we look at the world and we want to find explanations for why things happen, particularly bad things, exactly as I'd explained in my episode on witchcraft, we don't want to say that it happened because of things. We don't want to say it happened because of chance, and we don't want to say it happened because of complex systems. We want to have somebody to blame. And racism does that. Blackness does that. Whiteness does that. But that doesn't mean that blackness and whiteness are real. They are real as concepts that have been come up with, but they don't actually reside within people. And yet we know exactly where they come from. We can see them being constructed, just as we can see other social constructions being constructed, in the census forms, in the academic papers, in the journalism, in thousands of things that Americans live with day in and day out, from a young age on, that make race seem like a natural quality in the world that was always there. For outsiders, this can seem somewhat absurd. I'm not American, and it's only recently in life that I've really come to accept that a lot of Americans think that race is real in the sense of being an innate quality. As someone who didn't grow up with it, that just seems obviously to be false. There's a misunderstanding about what it's meant to say that one is colorblind. It doesn't mean that one does not see skin color. It means that one does not see that invisible quality of race that is supposed to be within and innate in every person. The Field Sisters say the first principle in racism is belief in race. To be colorblind is to not believe in race. Racism is not like race. We can see racism. We see when a black man is beaten by police. Racism is real acts. Racism is real things that happen. Relocating it into an invisible quality of individuals, as the Field Sisters say, erases those actions. But what social justice and anti-racism have done is to take racism as well and turn it from actions into states of consciousness. Racism now becomes something that's invisible inside people that needs to be eradicated rather than something that's constructed in the world through processes that we can see and that we can engage with. This approach, treating whiteness and blackness as if they're within people, treating racism as if it's an invisible quality, and ignoring the practices, all of this sidelines the actual practices and activities that construct all of these things. The reason that race and racism persist is that we reconstruct them with every generation. This is Alphonse for Radio Free Bichel, www.bescdl.ca. Good night.